everyone and welcome to the podcast Health and Wealth. My name is Dave and I'm your host for this podcast. On each show, I will be interviewing different guests who will be giving their perspectives on anecdotes and experiences of what brings health to their life. Today's show is no exception. Get ready for more information on how to be healthy and wealthy. This is the third interview that I have for my podcast of health and wellness, and this is Dave from Aberdeen. My guest today is my longtime friend, Polly, Pauline Gerard, also known to me as Pauline Runseed. Today, the question I'm going to be discussing with Pauline, and Pauline's going to be informing us about is, how important is your cognitive well-being? To you, Pauline, and can you explain why it is or it isn't? Over to you, Pauline. For me, cognitive well-being isn't the most important thing in life. Cognitive well-being sounds to me that you've got to be a great thinker, whereas I think it's more important to be wise than to be clever. So... In the, in, the, in the grand scale of things, I would rather look after my social and emotional health than my cognitive well-being. Okay, yeah, that's a, f- a fair comment. So, but where would you, where would your cognitive well-being come into your lifestyle? I'm aware that you are, you've, you've half had a career and you still do have a career that involves cognitive health. So, how, how, how important do you see cognitive health to your clients, for example? Um, I don't think you can separate cognitive health from physical well-being and social and emotional well-being and spiritual well-being. So I think it's a part of the whole, but I don't think it's a standalone. You know, I think a lot of people concentrate on cognitive health thinking, oh, if I, if I look clever and I sound clever, then then I'll, I'll, you know, be able to get through life. But it's not enough. It's only a small part of who we are. Uh, yep, I agree. Health and well-being is a holistic um, approach. Yeah, exercise to me is one of the greatest medicines I, I believe for myself, and with with the consequence of that, my cognitive health improves when I feel emotionally well uh, due to my exercise. Can you tell me, um, on a personal note, can you tell me what um, listeners about what you would do or you what you like to be doing? To improve your cognitive health. So what do you do today then, you know, to improve your cognitive health and keep it in a healthy place? I suppose just keeping learning. Always enjoying learning specifically? Uh, what, what do you what do you do to sharpen your mind? Um, well, these days, uh, since COVID, lots of different things. Um used to just be maybe books or visiting places. Um, museums and that kind of thing but now I think there's so many different uh, opportunities on Eventbrite and um, different um, 
Facebook has different kind of um, tours of the world or tours of museums around the world that you can just log into for free. That really, it really is the world's your oyster as far as learning. If your if your eyes and ears are working, then uh, yeah, you can you can mm-hmm. see lots of things to to learn how, connect with. Yeah. And what do you do then to keep your eyes and ears working and your brain working then? You visit these places. Do you do, you do anything particularly to strengthen your, your intellect? You know, you say you're reading. Is that a big part of you, keeping your mind sharp? Um, yes, I suppose so. I enjoy it. And, and again, there's so much you can access now with the World Wide Web. You know, you really, you, if, if anything, you can, you've got to be careful not to overload because there's so much you can choose from. You've almost got to be disciplined to, to, to remember there's only 24 hours in a day and um, organize yourself well enough to not take on too much. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that, that would take your, your, your brain, you know, you, it's just, it would be overload, overwhelm and switch off for me kind of thing. So it's been able to choose the, the, the right things that you want to get involved with, the things that you want to learn from and, um, yeah, look after your your sanity at the same time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I've told my friends, and you're probably aware. I, I got a keyboard, and I wish I I wish I learned how to play an instrument. You know, years ago, because I mean, lots of studies have shown that that's one of the best ways to improve your confidence and your your cognitive health is to play an instrument or learn a language, or in my case, dancing. Is there anything particularly that you you would like to continue doing or do that you know that you would you know get a sense of achievement from? Oh, definitely. I um, in fact, my husband brought me bought me a a drum last Christmas because um, my father was a drummer, and I had the same as you. I think I'd tried piano lessons and failed miserably when I was younger, um, and some of the work that I do to do with neurodevelopment. Um, helped me understand why I had struggled. So I hadn't really failed, but my body didn't work very well and that my left and right side didn't work well together. So there's no integration. Um, so at the time then, I should have probably carried on and it would have helped me long term, but um, gave up. I think I was about 10, to be honest. So the drum, the idea of the drum, um, when I first got it last year, I was so enthusiastic. But here was me, yeah, 45 years later, holding drumsticks for the first time I think I'm going to be able to do this and I had the same difficulty with my left and right hand that that, that I'd had with the piano yeah so it it really was what I felt really disheartened to begin with um but I'm t- I'm gonna now autumn's come back I'm, I'm gonna give it another go just to, to because I'm because the practicing of something for me I'm not necessarily always good at good at helping other people learn new things but something for myself okay so you know we are you you would benefit if you were to continually practice something discipline yourself you would you would progress okay and that that is a big part of learning isn't it knowing that we've got to discipline ourselves and maintain a certain amount of structure game progress you know it doesn't happen by magic i don't believe no no, it doesn't. You've got to put in the effort. You've got to put in the effort. Sometimes it's hard. I mean, I find sometimes it's knowing what I want to do because I've been overwhelmed by so many different things I fancy doing. I'm not quite sure 
which way is being the right way sometimes. So um, yeah. sometimes yeah. I just step back and maybe my, my mental health struggles because I take a step back thinking, whoa, I don't know what to choose here because there's too many, too many good choices, too many choices out there and I don't know which one is the right one for me. Yeah, that's probably a malady that most people uh, try to avoid or suffer from, but but have you know make it com committing, uh, committing to something, and you know rather than waiting for potentially the perfect one to present itself, you know which never happens. I think we've just got to commit to something and then build on that, and then maybe realise after trying that it maybe doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. So you've you've worked with um I know um young people. In, in your in your job, um, can you can you tell me then? Would you suggest? Do you believe that young people would benefit from using their cognitive skills? You know, for example, playing an instrument, for example, um, learning a new course, um, or other type of activities that will build their confidence. Do you think that would, that would enhance their well-being? Absolutely. As as as. I think the difficulty just now is that a uh, you know in, in a school setting or um or depending you know what kind of parents you've got sometimes again people sort of head on sort of head you off in a direction that they think would be good for you as children you know maybe the parents will say oh you would like to do this or maybe maybe you should try this and and sometimes people land up making the wrong choices because they're trying to please their parents so I think if the child actually chooses something, yeah, give it a go um, and support them with, with what they're trying to learn. But if at the same time, if they feel it's not for them, let them stop and try something different. Don't, don't persevere with something that really isn't what the child wants for themselves. So there are, there are improvements and progress when it comes to um, learning and gaining confidence could be slightly stunted or limited by the environmental factors, i.e. the parental um, parental influences, you know, and yeah, I'm pretty sure socioeconomic, you know, factors as in, you know, where people stay, you know, um, the lack of funds, you know, will probably disable somebody, yeah, from, from gaining that that kind of rung up the ladder that a lot of people, you know, would benefit from. Definitely, definitely. And and for for a child who's struggling with learning of any kind, it doesn't matter whether it's sport or music or um, schoolwork or if, if they have a wee taste of failure, then they're less likely to try again. So every, you know, it can be even failing at. For me, failing at playing piano was traumatic because I could see other people found it easy. So for me, watching other people kind of saying, look, it's easy, this is what you do, made me think, oh my goodness, I am absolutely useless. So, so although you think taking something on is good for your cognitive skills, if you're not ready to learn, or if your physiology isn't in place, you know, good physiology to be able to um, take it on, and yeah, you're going to struggle and be put off taking on anything and just give up. Yeah, that could be that could be factors. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing the age would be a factor, in, you know, regarding that. There, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hope that somebody in adulthood would be aware that you know there's not many obstacles to learning apart from 
excuses that we can give ourselves, but there, yeah, there could be there could be factors where, you know. Yeah, I'm really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can still be, I can still be, but I think one of the things I've learned is that um, even just trying something, you know, uh, trying something is one of the best things we can do. So to kind of, to, 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 just to round up what we've just said over the last, it seems about 10 or 15 minutes, uh, what do you feel that the benefits could be to somebody, you know, who's not practiced something that would, you know, improve their cognitive health? What do you think the benefits to them, you know, could be? You know, two people, for example, to teenagers, you know, same, same age, same upbringing. One person does the cognitive stuff and the other person doesn't. What do you think the benefits could be to the person who does, you know, things that will improve his... I think for me, if you think, yeah, if you think, if you think of, if you think of how a person looks, I, I, and the cognitive stuff for me is kind of top down. It all comes in the head there. You're learning, and it's coming in there in the top. But personally, I think it's more important for the other teenager. I would be much happier if the other teenager was concentrating on looking after their spirit and spiritual well-being and the social and emotional health and I think the the interest in learning would be constant whereas somebody who just just is at the place where they're looking at cognitive health will continually to to acquire knowledge acquire knowledge and acquire knowledge and acquire knowledge, but they might never be wise yeah, yeah, yeah. I was meaning more so, you know, if somebody didn't do um, anything that improved and sharpened their brain, um, I think somebody who does develop their cognitive <laughs> skills, they're going to improve their critical thinking. They're going to yeah. improve their ability to disseminate information and process yeah. it um, by using the skills that you, you possibly use when you're learning the piano, when you're, you know, reading books of a certain nature. Whereas if somebody doesn't do that, yeah, they might kind of lack in that area later on in life so you know for myself I do believe there is a there is a strength gain when we exercise that brain type of muscle oh absolutely no absolutely sorry Dave that was that was me I I misunderstood that one yes no absolutely if you don't use it you will lose it yeah 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 Yeah. definitely you have to keep it up and you have to make an effort to pencil in yeah reading time or Learning time, learning time, just learning time. Of yeah, some kind. Learning yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I think it would be a miss not to not to um, bring up the world. And this dissolves a chewing the fat. Neuroplasticity. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I'm. I think I would say I'm kind of testament to that. There, I had a led a led a stupid lifestyle, but they all all did to the degree. I think. Um, and I've learned a lot that I never thought I would do by just realizing, you know, no matter what age you are, you know, the brain is malleable, it is adaptable to change, and we can learn things that we never ever thought we could do. Um, that term neuroplasticity was coined by, I think it was somebody back in the early 19th century, but um, yeah, I'll maybe edit that bit out if it doesn't. Um, <laughs> it's not. But, uh, but, you're right, though, because I think that's that's um, exactly it. If you look at the if you look at somebody who hasn't engaged with 
um, learning and, and improving their cognitive health. And they think, oh, it's not for me, it's not for me. I wasn't good at school. And as I got older, I wasn't good as a teenager and I wasn't good as a, they think, oh, my life's over. When in actual fact, no, neuroplasticity means, you know, you can, and tomorrow's a new day. You can start again and you can you know, learn something new. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If, if we apply ourselves or if the person applies themselves and trusts that they can, you know, learn something new. Yeah, absolutely. Great way to end this discussion about change and um, cognitive health. Thank you, Pauline. Thank you, Dave. Good stuff. Cheers. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Health and Wealth Podcast, brought to you by Dave Gregg. The place where your mind and soul is nourished with all varieties of information on health and being wealthy on the inside. If you enjoyed the content, then hit the subscribe button to receive notifications of future episodes. Head over to our website and get all the free materials that are on offer. If you have any feedback on the content of this episode, this is greatly welcome. Just insert a comment in the comment section below. See you at the next episode. And remember, keep healthy, wealthy and connected to your best you. health and wealth my name is dave and i'm your host for this podcast on each show i will be interviewing different guests who will be giving their perspectives on anecdotes and experiences of what brings health to their life today's show is no exception get ready for more information on how to be healthy and well. Okay, right, so here we go. This is the second uh, podcast of Health and Wellness by Dave from Aberdeen. So uh, my uh, guest, or person who's going to be speaking today uh, about the topic is is Nick. Nick, who I've known for probably about, seems to be about, how long is it, Nick? A few years now. Um, yeah, I guess, um, well, I would have known of you for 10 years then, and I've seen you um, around now. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so and yeah, and we've the kind last, of the last while it's been a bit more. Yeah, yeah, we've kind of kind of got to get a little bit more get good pals about the last. I'd say about the last year or so. Yeah, uh, last last couple yeah. of years. Yeah, yeah, and so like <laughs> me, uh, <clears throat> you seem to be of the, the kind of health-minded um, focus. And today's topic as well is, and I'm pretty sure most people have thought about this, but I'm I'm inclined. I like lists, I like bests of, I like favourites, <laughs> which are 50 top 
your top best albums and the like or whatever, 50 top TV shows or 10 top TV shows. And today's is our kind of best three things that you would regard as things that keep you healthy. Right. Can you elaborate on that there? Yeah, yeah. Um, for me the three main things <clears throat> are your mind, body and soul. No. So your mind, keep my mind healthy by okay. being mindful and just uh, no, meditating um, and just being, uh, yeah, believe in the like, cause and effect. You do good and it comes usually back. Um, health. Yeah, I believe uh, you are what you eat. You know, if you if you're eating healthily and uh, mindful of what you're eating. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm today. I'm in a more plant-based diet. Um, I've been doing that the last year and a half, mainly through like experimental uh, things. But today I see the uh, the positive effects, and that's why I of I eating eating a particular nutritional diet that's just different from meat-based yeah have you found a difference so what yeah. differences then have you found then um i seem to feel feel healthier um and uh, well as well as uh cutting out red meat i cut out uh, dairy as well so i think since i've cut out dairy my breathing's a lot better <coughs> So um, you, you feel it affects your respiratory system yeah so yeah, yeah so there's yeah. been uh I just feel more alive, alert, and like awakened. Mm-hmm. So I guess mm-hmm. going in hand in hand with like the the, the meditation, the Buddhist meditation. So it's for the mind. That's one of them. Yeah. And the soul, praying. Um, I guess it's uh, well for the mind, being mindful and uh, meditation. The soul is just uh, yeah. Okay, so that so three there. Let's do a recap here. So the right. first one you're saying is that um, meditation is really helpful for you, for your health and well-being. And is that is that more so for just to give yourself? Because obviously articles around the world for <clears> how many years have been right. um, promoting this for gaining a sense of calmness to deal with situations throughout our day. What, what do you feel the benefits are to you then for one of your yeah, three? Well, yeah, well, I, I, I feel the meditation, it's medicine for the mind. No? So it's what I've, I guess it's for dealing... It's a good, it's a good um, metaphor. Aye, so for dealing with situations, um, you can, yeah, um, I think it's for like, uh, oh, what did you say? Um, the meditation, it's, well, as I said, medicine for the mind. So what I've, I've learned is... Um, yeah, I could make necessarily go through life without medita- meditation, but I think what I've learned is it's it's a benefit. So it seems to be, if I'm meditating on a regular basis, yeah, I get less irritable at things. Now I, I know I, I'm yeah I'm powerless over like people, places, and things, and things can happen externally to me, but it's how I react to it. The meditation is just. It, puts me in a nice calm space so it's like complimenting or being kind to myself no? okay so, so um, you feel you, you've, you've definitely 
feel mm. the benefits of doing that in your yeah. daily practice to your health and well-being. Okay, yeah. so number number two then. If, I'm not particular order here, yeah. but you would certainly so, put meditation in the basket of your top three. Yeah, so, that, so okay. it's, it's part and parcel. So it's another one. Um, the health, exercise. Um, um, yeah, I'm do mainly swimming. No, um, so I find that's a good all-round uh, fitness. Uh, it's less resistant or less. Uh, yeah, I, I did it in a, a young when I was younger. I competed, so it's it's enjoy water, swimming. Recent, uh, yeah, recently I've taken up cold water swimming. So I see the added benefit mm-hmm. of the cold uh, therapy from that. No, um, so that, I'm exploring that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that seems to be really. I mean, obviously you'll know yourself, but actually just a way for a swim just now. But yeah. I've, um, I've been doing that for the last year, and it's just really great for the, the mental health, more so, I'd say. Yeah, but we're trying to get a bit more cardio into the, the whole routine. So you would say definitely the, um, the swimming, um, as in hand-in-hand hand with cardio and the mental health. Yeah. Um, when I'm offshore, I, I use the gym as well. Um, mainly rowing machine, maybe uh-huh. some weights. Um, when I'm home... Kind of focus more on fishing and not fishing, uh, swimming, and going Fishing's for walks, okay. walks yeah, in the countryside. Um, so yeah, just getting in with nature and that's it's uh, it's kind of it's good to get out fresh air and that. And uh, so have you ever been a? Um, have you ever been? I was I was waiting to say fatty, but that would be too derogatory. Have you ever been overweight to compare and yeah, know that the benefits um, of you know being of a certain size. Yeah. So, so basically, um, since I cut out red meat and went on a more veggie diet, I've managed to maintain, like I lost 10 kilos, and I've managed to maintain it, sometimes without exercising, but I just seem to maintain this uh, uh, weight loss, just being consciously not uh, eating the yeah, red meat, um, chicken, I'm not, uh, and also... Uh, Dairy, staying away from dairy. So okay. I, I think that's. Uh, but, but maintaining a certain um, weight is beneficial to you. You feel that you've, you've, yeah, that's been I, a big factor. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So and the last one, you would say. What would you, what would you say well, then? Number three would be a big, big one that you could say. Yeah, that's put the cards well, on the table. I would. Well, I suppose uh, it says mind, body, soul, and I, and I know it's like. Uh, Meditation, exercise, and, and healthy eating. I suppose. Um, I suppose the soul parts. I bet I like meditate, uh, prayer, and uh, but I guess it's health. Um, eating healthily is the the three um, the third thing. Um, I suppose meditation and praying and that kind of go together. Um, then it's exercise. Then the the, the healthy healthy eating. healthy eating. You are what you eat. So. Um, what I've been reading is, if you're a more plant-based diet, the food goes through your system faster. There's less resistance, and therefore it's healthier. Um, and I, yeah. I feel the benefits. More regular bowel movements. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Editor, so yeah. I, <laughs> you shit better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, yeah. 
So that's what I've found, and I, I find. Uh, yeah, I'll give you a bonus ball here. What's your fourth one? How do, what do you feel about social contact? Do you think that can help? Well, ways? yeah. So, so, yeah, social, well, interaction with people, and that. No, that's it's another. Um, yeah. How do you feel that benefits you? What would you? What do you think would happen if you weren't to interact with people and make the effort to? I suppose it would be easier, be easier to go and isolate and just. Uh, what would be the yeah. detriments to your health then? Um, well, I suppose you would, um, yeah, you would feel disconnected now, so it's good. For me, my, my, my mental health, I, I need to be around people, whether right. it's to get support, whether it's to get perspective, mm -hmm. if not left in my own head sometimes, I can, uh, yeah, feel as if things are just a little bit more right. than actually are, and it keeps, right. me, keeps me grounded, right. you know, and... And it's it's feeling part of something. It's like in my my job, I'm on a rig with like two hundred or fifty people. Yeah. So you do the twelve-hour shift. You're interacting with people, but it's good to get some space and kind of alone time as well. So I'm I, I I like a balance now. I'm comfy on my own at times, but I, you, I need to interact as well now. Agreed. Socially and uh, agreed. It's, uh, agreed. What would you, would you say? You're an introvert or an extrovert? Have you, you got I would one? say I'm more like introverted. No. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm like kind of. Um, well, I don't know. If I'd be like in between. No, I, I do like. Uh, I'm not like in, in your face kind of thing. I like to be reserved and kind of. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thinker, I'm more like a, a deeper thinker, and mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, it's uh, um, it's good to be around. I think for myself, um, it's healthy for me to be around different people as well. Right. You know, to yeah. kind of compliment. I would say, I'm an ambivert, but I'm certainly it's good to be around people who bring up sometimes my exuberant nature or my Aye. flamboyant yeah. nature. Aye. You know, yeah. But yeah, I would say I'm more of a introvert. Uh, yeah, that's that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm more comfortable with that yeah. today. You know, and being around like positive people, you now getting supportive some, people, like, absolutely getting positive energy. You now, yeah, um, I've been around people that's you know, negative and draining and hard work. So I find myself getting drained you now. Um, just so yeah, but like today, I know I know when to I just move away, detach. Have my me my my me time. Um, it's like I've, I've kind of learned that uh, no, I need to keep maintain the balance, and it's just get mm -hmm. it's consistency. Yeah. So I suppose yeah, like myself and many other people who are on this kind of health path, it's good to be discerning about what we take in to our minds and to our our bodies um, and the people that we have around. And the energy, I suppose, as you alluded to, certainly one of your, your, your choices in the basket of exercise, what energy you would choose to, mm. to um, use throughout the day that will create, a, I suppose, a, a good feeling. Hi. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Health and Wealth Podcast, brought to you by Dave Gregg. The place where your mind and soul is nourished with all varieties of information on health and being wealthy on the inside. If you enjoy the content, then hit the subscribe button to receive notifications of future episodes. Head over to our website, 
and get all the free materials that are on offer. If you have any feedback on the content of this episode, this is greatly welcome. Just insert a comment in the comment section below. See you at the next episode. And remember, keep healthy, wealthy, and connected to your best you. Welcome to the podcast Health and Wealth. My name is Dave and I'm your host for this podcast. On each show, I will be interviewing different guests who will be giving their perspectives on the anecdotes and experiences of what brings health to their life. Today's show is no exception. Get ready for more information how to be healthy and well. Well, this is the inaugural, I think that means the first, the first podcast of soon-to-be worldwide well-known health and wealth podcast coming from the northeast of Scotland and actually from the northeast of England as well tonight. Tonight for our first podcast, we have the celebrity Ian Kelly on tonight. Hello. Hello. Hey, I'm Ian Kelly. Ian Kelly, creative artist or artist, whatever. Tonight's format is going to be very, very informal to the point where farting is allowed, swearing is allowed, anything goes, anything goes, because they're, they're both healthy. It's healthy. Yes. Well. But the main theme of tonight is creativity and its input and its benefits to our health. Now, before we start, I'd like for the listeners, or it could be the listener tonight, depending on how many people we have listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a definition of creativity. Creativity. This is from Google. Creativity, the use of imagination or original ideas to, this is the big word, or words, create something. Inventiveness. Now, when I thought of creativity before, I used to think of creativity being somebody who does art or, or plays music. And, and I realised today it's just creating something new. So, Ian, what's your thoughts on what do you what do you see creativity being? Then, you know, I know I know you're a creative person, but have you got any, any thoughts? About- yeah, I, I agree with the the definition. I also like the idea of imagination, using your imagination, or um, having ideas and actually carrying them out. What do you mean by carrying them out? Then Can you elaborate on that. Well, like have like for example, something looking at the back garden from from the window and thinking, oh, a wee flower bed would look nice down there, and then just having an idea of, okay, how can I get a wee flower bed and finding some old scaffolding planks and and painting them and digging up the the ground and and you know just making it happen, you know, I, I think that's a 
a creative thing that's good good for your soul and you know a wee bit of exercise physical exercise in there as well and you know I've done that and in my garden and yeah it looks great and that that all stemmed from just like one little thought just from my imagination I was, I was just going to say that, and you would agree with what I'd said earlier on, that creativity is not just the kind of stereotypical... Yeah, absolutely. ...artist or musician. It can come from anything, really. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you can be creative doing a sport. It's just ideas, isn't it? If you're playing football, you've got an idea of where, where you want... You know, you, you, you can see something happen. You want... You imagine something happening... And you try and make it happen. It, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Or, or doing uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu like I do. It, uh, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu and I've got an idea in my head of, of what I want to do. And I try and get there. I think that's a creative, creative sport. And being creative at work as well. I'm a, te- a teacher. You know, things go wrong all the time. So you have to sort of think in your feet and think, okay, I had a plan. Now that plan's gone out the window because only three students have showed up. So what are we going to do? Um, and, uh, you know, I've been teaching for a while. So at the beginning, you know, the ideas weren't there. Now I've got quite a lot of ideas. But yeah, I think being creative is just having an active and, oh, what's the word? An active and kind of vibrant imagination, but not saying no that's a stupid idea like you'll you'll only know if it's a sh- stupid idea after you've tried to do it <laughs> you know, like... yeah absolutely we've got to try it. tell me then what what principles do you think um, or attributes do you think that somebody or you specifically are practicing when you're being creative for myself i had to smash this idea that we talked about before of of, of thinking that people you know like to be either painting or a, a musician and you know i think i think it takes courage to try something new absolutely you know, yeah. attributes that you think somebody we've all got attributes but it's well, what things that people would need to or show or they can't show to be creative i think i think courage is is the big one and you know overcoming that fear of failure yeah yeah the, the fear of failure the fear the fear of something not working your your self esteem may be thinking, no, that's a stupid idea. I'm not going to bother trying that. Where it might be one of the best ideas ever. If you, you know, if, yeah. If, if you tried it, if you tried it, yeah. I mean, my brother-in-law, he's got a business, and he once said to me, "Some of the craziest ideas are the best ideas if if you try them." Risk taking, you know, it's uh, it, it is scary, but. You know what? What what's the worst that can happen? You know you. Well, I mean, if you're talking about like jump jumping off a cliff, you know, without a parachute or something, that's a bit daft. In in most in most cases, what we're talking about is the fear of judgment, fear of failure. You know, these these are sort of irrational fears that we manifest aren't real. You know, we need to tell them to kind of. To 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 leave our 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 brains and uh, and do them anyway. But um, I'm aware that you're um sorry, just to, going a little bit of a different route here. I'm aware that you are a musician and you've been in various bands and you're a painter. 
So can you tell us what was the process mm-hmm. that got you to there? You know, do you come from a family who are creatives, your mother and father? Did they inspire you or did you just decide that you're going to let your individual stamp be seen in the world? And did you decide, you know, this is where I want to go? What, what, what was the inspiration or what was your motivation? With, the, um, with art, my mother is a good drawer and I was always good at art at school. And I always enjoyed art at school. Um, with with the music, I just always loved music. And, and both my parents would always be listening to music on, on long car journeys. And I remember going to see the Buddy Holly story. And in the car on the way back from, I think it was His Majesty's in Aberdeen, the Buddy Holly story. And in the car on the way back, I said, uh, so you wrote all those songs in about two years. And and then my dad said, yeah, and they've only got, most of them have got about three chords. And my first thought was, okay, what chords are they? So yeah, the, 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 the biggest thing for me was coming from a family who, who appreciate music and love music and, and love art, but also just, just being exposed to a lot of music but and and then my dad telling me, you know, it's it's if you if you practice, you know, you 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 can do it. So they did inspire you. They were absolutely. They did inspire you. Yeah. So they were actually pretty much helped you on your road to becoming a kind of creative person that you feel just now that you are. Yeah, yeah. And your father encouraged you. So I suppose environmental factors made a difference to you. I think I think with my with my dad, because I mean I I play the guitar, I could you know play most instruments I could probably make a wee sound out of, but fundamentally I'm a drummer. I think early on when I was young, my dad noticed that I had a certain kind of talent for playing the drums and he really kind of pushed us. I think it was a case of like you know, as a as a parent myself, just trying to get your kids in into something. And I think when my dad identified that I really enjoyed playing the drums, he he pushed us and, and encouraged us. Uh, took me to sort of drum seminars and paid for drum lessons and um, bought an, a wee old secondhand. It was probably fourth hand drum kit. But yeah, he wouldn't buy me the drum kit until a year of playing on pots and pans. He said, if, if you play on pots and pans for a, for a year, I'll, I'll buy you a drum kit when I was about 13. So, yeah. And, and the Scottish uh, pipes and drums. I was a snare drummer as well in that. So I got, I got a lot of uh, technical training from, from that, but I still play the drums today. I bring that up because, I mean, me and you are really, really close friends. And you know um, that I, you know, I, I like yourself. It's pretty similar. You know, we don't drink alcohol today. You know, I've not drunk for a long time. But I I, I, I come from a family. I can't remember my mum and dad ever doing anything particularly creative. You know, maybe they did. I can't remember. But for myself, I think my one of my motivations to doing creative things was a sense of 
a sense of achievement and, and, and a sense of fulfillment in doing something that kind of nurtured my own soul rather than what I thought others wanted from me. Um, and I'm doing something that makes me feel alive, you know, and I'm developing it. You know, I've, I've yeah. been dancing, you know, for a long time and, you know, <laughs> my friends call me, you know, Dancing Dave or whatever. I, yeah. I mean, Toastmasters, that's quite a creative thing because you're developing yeah. something. And I've, I've got a keyboard in my house and I've tried to um, learn there, but that old truth, as you know, that axiom that, you know, the more you practice, the more you get better. So I'm not really as good as I could be because I'm not practicing that well. Absolutely. Yeah. It definitely nurtures my soul. But I mean, for for me, with music anyway, it's 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 definitely the the making of the song rather than the, the finished project, the finished piece. You know, what once the piece is finished, it's like, oh, okay. Right, next one, you know, <laughs> especially when you're when I'm doing it with others. It's obviously it's great to have and and say I made this, you know, when 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 people like it, it is it's nice when when people like your music. But so how do you but, feel then? How do you feel on a personal level when you pursue something? What, what do you feel? Do you get a sense of achievement, fulfillment, despondency, or whatever? What are, the, what are the feelings you get when you go through that process of getting something? Obviously, despondency is not the, the one that would tick that box, but how do you feel then? Sometimes, sometimes despondency. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a sense of excitement. With the guys I'm making music with just now, I've never been able to, like, I've, I've been in so many bands over the years, but these these two guys that I'm playing music with at the moment, we, we collaborate so well together that we almost don't really need to talk about what we what we want to put on the song next. We, we just pass it on. Uh, we're doing this remotely just for a bit of context, so we can't be in the same room together because they live in America. But what's amazing is just the the excitement and joy of, of, of hearing what another person has put on top of your idea. It's created as well. Somebody, so so I've, I've, I've put an idea, a little idea, sent a little guitar demo, and then pinged it across to, to America, and somebody's pinged it back with, with another part on top of it that I just didn't imagine being there and it suddenly elevated the song and then I'll think okay I could sing this now and then ping it back and the be the beautiful thing is the feeling is is mutual between between the three of us um, you feel a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction because of the teamwork that went on there and absolutely, you were yeah, really yeah. part of this yeah but you did it on your own you did your part and you felt that for your peace of mind that you've done something worthwhile. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, sometimes, like, I mean, like I said, like I play the guitar as well, and sometimes it's not, it's not so much. It is, it is like uh, sometimes songs kind of fall out, and sometimes songs need to be kind of worked, and it's a beautiful moment when when a song just kind of falls out of you naturally. 
And it's normally, I don't know, caused by some event in your life or, or you've, I don't know, it, it, there's a magical moment where suddenly let's you pick up. Yeah, let's what, explore um, the contrast then here. So what do you think are the, the obstacles to you then in your daily life to being creative? What do you think are the things that hinder your creativity? Externally, internally, what are your things that kind of are, that that stop you from being the creative person that you want to be on a on a day to day basis? You know what what you what you uh, aware of? I suppose sometimes myself, my mood. You know, sometimes I'll have kind of bursts of creativity, just because I don't have any ideas, but also you know work and just everyday life sort of gets on top of you you know but uh, I seem to have sort of phases like the painting for example I can't remember the last time I, I painted I've got in the garage I've got about 10 paintings that are in the in the process of being painted but yeah I just I, I just haven't felt any kind of passion to to go back to them I know I will eventually so it's nice. It's kind of nice to know that. But what were the other things that stopped me? Yeah, just life in general. Like, I mean, I get to be creative at work uh, in a different way. But like the creativity that brings me joy, the things that stop that are just 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 the same things that everyone's got. You know, everyone has to make a living and time. You know, I think I think everyone's got that 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 issue unless you're. Paul McCartney, you know, like what's his excuse? <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. So okay, so let's play, play a little devil's advocate. Um, if you were to tell your best friend, whoever, to give them some ways to overcome that, then to really bring out the fire and passion in them, you know, because we're aiming towards, you know, being really healthy and 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 doing activities that bring out, you know, that passion and, and light within us. What would you say to them? I would say, like with with the music, because it it does take a long time yeah, to learn music. Anything, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think maybe poetry, like specifically, uh, you can overcome this. You know, blocks to creativity. What would you suggest to anyone then? Getting out, getting out for a walk, doing jumping in the sea. You you know, we 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 kind of I do that, you do that. Um, yeah, exercise. Um, when I'm running along, um, the ideas start coming. I'm not just running, thinking I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. You know, my mind's going, oh, wonder what I'm going to do with that. You know, so yeah, anyone who's struggling with 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 an idea, I, I think it's it's good to communicate with others. Yeah, well, you, you get perspective, get different feedback. Absolutely, yeah. and. Like and and be be clear from the from the off. Like with the two guys in America, uh, we we made a deal at the start. Look, there's no egos here. If if you think the song's shit, then just say it's shit. I don't want to do that song. So I mean, I guess commute, but connection and communicating with other people. If you've got an idea, you know, run it by somebody, and that might, yeah, and they might, you know, actually enhance your idea. Or they might, you know, say that is a daft idea. So, and, 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 and as you said earlier on, um, I think you touched on it. And going for a run, I think for me as well, it's always good to kind of what's the word? Um, distract myself. If I get too bogged down in something, 
it kind of takes it, it kind of lowers the energy of the whole creative whatever it is um, act so yeah going for a run definitely um, it's, it's kind of like a reboot isn't it a refresh yeah I, absolutely I think, well, I think as well textbooks would say but I, I would agree with it having a structure having a structure you know regardless some people can maybe just do it spontaneously and know they'll be able to do it people like me if I've got a structure not that I follow it all the time, but I can see the rationale for, okay, at this time, or I'm definitely going to set aside 10 minutes to do this, you know, 15 minutes to do that, or like you're saying with the jiu-jitsu, having it done every week, you know, like a discipline. Yeah. Some, I mean, yeah, it works sometimes like that, you know, but other times it's it, it, it can be quite spontaneous. I might just be sat there at 9 o'clock on a Monday night and then just suddenly be like, I need to go into the garage because the garage is my creative space. And so environment's uh, help as well. You're having a good environment, yeah. Oh no, the 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 the, the garage is not a nice place. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a trigger. You know it's there to bring out your yeah. creative. No, I wish I wish I had a better creative space. <laughs> okay, so to round up, um it's been a it's been a good chat for the first first podcast so what do you think of the benefits to your health from a mental or emotional um, you know perspective you know to your health for you being creative and sustaining and maintaining creative activities could you recommend this to anyone you know to pursue creative activities for the betterment of their health yeah i think it's just using your mind isn't it it's 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 you know, I guess at the end of the day, the brain is a muscle and maybe we should be using it more, you know, and it might be through music, it might be through dance, it might be through sport, it uh, might be through poetry. But yeah, I mean, it's the same as any kind of exercise. It's 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 going to make you feel good, you know. It's, uh, you know, I read somewhere recently, you know, by doing creative things, you know, like, it does something with the dopamine in in your brain, and that makes you feel good. You know, I'm not I'm not a doctor, but I think as well it gives you a sense of achievement, but it also can connect people, um, especially like you know, there's all Facebook groups for this, Facebook groups for that. You know, talking to other people who've who've, who've whatever idea you've got, whatever hobby you've got, there are other people on the planet who are doing the same thing. You know, and you'll find and you'll find them if you want to, and you can be part of that group, and you can bounce ideas around and be part of a community. So yeah, it's like that just human connection. I suppose also it takes your mind off of uh, the kind of shitter things in life. You know, like they do say that they do say that um, mental health begins when we're thinking about ourselves too much. So I can absolutely, I would agree with that. There, you know, the less yeah, time getting out of hell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I agree there. It, for myself, it's using the brain absolutely. You know, one hundred percent. And I do believe in the neuroplasticity. We're able to kind of you know create different neural networks just by constant repetition of a certain thing. You know, constantly doing something. Um, you know, we're going to strengthen that whatever parts of our brain that you know will create something. You know, different. I think. So, I think. So hand in hand, I would say that along with that, they are it taps into their our own individual 
part of our soul. You know, it's unique to us. Yeah, definitely. My, I think, my, uh, my um, creativity might be different than yours, but it's okay. Yeah. I mean, we're all different people, you know, so we've all got different different ideas, different different hobbies, different skills, different things we're into. But yeah, like 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 you said there, like getting out of yourself. I mean, if I'm painting something, I'm not thinking about, you know, the woman that I want to say a bad thing to at work. I'm I'm just thinking about keeping a nice straight line. <laughs> it's a bit like a meditation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, or, or I'm going out, oh, that blue's really nice. <laughs> um, and then, and anyone can paint, by the way. You don't have to be a good drawer to paint. Yeah. yeah just, I was telling my mum the other day, you know, why don't you just buy some paint and just go mad? And I think anyone can do that. Yeah, it's having the, the courage to let ourselves go in whatever endeavour we're doing, isn't it? The, the courage to yeah. let ourselves go, whether, whether it be speaking, whether it be art, whether it be music, you know, rather than the, the contrast to keep ourselves very controlled and considering yeah. that creativity is just, I think it's letting go, isn't it? And it's just allowing that free flow. It's the, it's the, fear, of, it's the fear of judgment as well. My, my kind of evolution is, of playing music was I used to make try and make songs that people liked. I would make songs so that people liked them. Nowadays, I don't make songs for that for anyone else. Yeah, um, yeah I know. It's a compliment, folks. We need to put up some of my music as a link in one of these podcasts. But yeah, my music, my music's not for everybody. But in the past, it would be like, oh, I hope people like that song. And nowadays. Nowadays, I, I can honestly say I don't care if you like it. It's <laughs> a, uh, a great way to look at creativity. Great. Creating something for, not for people pleasing or approval, but you're just doing it because it, it, it does something for you. Yeah. So to kind of round up um, today, who do you think you've inspired through your creative endeavours then? Who? Do you think I've inspired anyone? Oh, I don't think I've inspired that many people. I think, okay, my, my daughter, I think that that's maybe I am, I'm trying to inspire my daughter. <laughs> but no, with the, with the people I've been in bands with, I think it's a, it, it, it's a two-way street, you know, they, they inspire me, I inspire them. Otherwise, we wouldn't be making music together. If I'm not if 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 I'm making music with something and, and they're not inspiring me, then what's the point? You know, the two American guys I'm making music with at the moment are two of the most inspirational guys I've I've met in my life when it comes to music, and they've 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 said the same about me, which is like not kind of blown moan trumpet, but you know they they get the same vibe and and it's such a beautiful thing. Well, I suppose that's a good way to end um, uh, this first podcast. But we don't we don't really know how much of an impact we have on people, but it is always worth trying something because we might, you know, some some people might just be looking in and thinking, that guy he's doing pretty well. You know, I'm glad he's doing that there because he's inspired me. Whereas if we don't do yeah. anything, 
we're not going to have any a real effect or, or motivation on others. Like so, creativity does inspire ourselves, and it probably does inspire other people as well. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Okay, thanks, Ian. Taking your time out from your massively busy schedule of today, where you were, um, what were you doing today? In a creative. Ah, oh, try to record a drum fill. Uh, just one little drum fill. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't fun. Creativity today. It was. It was a bit mathematic. Um, I you were a shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Apart from the kids' party, yeah. There's me talking just all about myself again. I was. I was playing. It was a kids' birthday party, and I was. Um, yeah, swimming around the pool, scaring kids. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, and I'll just I'll now put on the outro music. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks very much, Dave. All right. Good one. Good one. Right. Cool. 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 Right. There we go. Fantastic. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Health and Wealth Podcast, brought to you by Dave Gregg, the place where your mind and soul is nourished with all varieties of information on health and being wealthy on the inside. If you enjoyed the content, then hit the subscribe button to receive notifications of future episodes. Head over to our website, and get all the free materials that are on offer. If you have any feedback on the content of this episode, this is greatly welcome. Just insert a comment in the comment section below. See you at the next episode. And remember, keep healthy, wealthy, and connected to your best you.